on capetalk.co.za on the app on dstv channel 885 and across the city on 567 am join the conversation this is cape talk this is cape talk and our next guest this evening launched Vivid Luxury Marketing in 2007. She is sort of culminating, um, uh, she had a journey of 15 years um, when she launched this particular brand of hers, Vivid Luxury Marketing, in 2007. She graduated from Stellenbosch University with a BA in Fine Arts uh, and, and degree and specializing in jewelry design. Um, and she began her career as a sort of designer for various fashion jewelry and accessory manufacturers. And um, she's got a sort of resume as long as my arm. Uh, but I think let's let's have a chat to her very, very quickly. Uh, about what she is uh, to do and a fantastic event that she is involved in at the moment. And we chat uh, to uh, Anina Malherba. Uh, and, of course, Anina is the founder of Vivid Luxury. Anina, very good evening to you and welcome to the show. Hi, Zane. Thank you for having me. I, you know, when, when one talks about luxury goods and luxury items, um, one often wonders that um, in an economy that is struggling as it is now, and not only in South Africa, but I mean worldwide, uh, you've managed to actually find a way to market luxury brands successfully. How have you done this? Uh, you know, for me, luxury is not just about high-priced items, but it's really about uh, quality. It's about craftsmanship. It's about showcasing the best that best talent that that a country has to offer. And it's about time that we put South African and African luxury on the world stage. So it is a it is a passion of mine. Mm. And w- with this particular luxury brand, and we'll come to the fantastic polo event that that you've created and how you've put this together. What does it take to always be on trend when it comes when it comes to luxury brands? Um, it's a it's a very competitive world, Zane, and one has to be, as you say, keep on track and on trend all the time. <laughs> so it's staying abreast of whatever trends are globally. So it's, it's you know, you're always on. You never really rest. But uh, it's an exciting world. And if you choose to walk that path, then uh, you've got to be on top of it, you know. Chatting this evening to Anina Malhabra, she's the founder of Vivid Luxury, um, selling luxury goods in a battling economy. Uh, one of the challenges that we uh, that she faces at the moment, and she's actually done this incredibly successfully. But tell us about your journey as an entrepreneur. Where did this start, and how did you get involved in this particular market? Well, as you said, thank you for the intro and and the the quick bio, Zane. So in 2007, I set up Vivid Luxury, and it it was basically a culmination of my experience in the luxury industry. I um, before that, I was head of marketing for a jewelry brand called Chamansky, who uh, you know I was basically involved in setting up and rolling out uh, a number of stores uh, nationally and and uh, positioning and the brand basically globally as a luxury brand. And but I wanted to work on more brands because I've got a, a you know a creative side and I wanted to work on fashion and different lifestyle categories and I decided to set up Vivid Luxury to become that go-to place for luxury brands, not only international brands that wanted to set up in Africa, but also local brands wishing to go international. So you know we've worked, we've helped many brands over the years. Um, launch themselves onto the continent and grow their brands onto the continent. And it's it's very exciting because, you know, 12 years ago, there weren't that many luxury brands 
in South Africa. I think it was only on the fashion front, it was really only Louis Vuitton and Gucci just then just opened. And, you know, since then we launched Jimmy Choo, Burberry, we launched Gucci and Cape Town, Patek Philippe, uh, Bentley, and a whole number of luxury brands. And it's just, you know, it's so nice being part of the, the global environment that we no longer cut off from the rest of the world, that even when tourists are coming to our shores and tourists that have money to spend, that we mm. have a selection of luxury brands, because that is so important. Retail is a very important part of our economy. Do you find that, um, you know, luxury brands that we sell in South Africa and, and uh, at the major places in Cape Town, as in Canal Walk, for instance, where you have all of these brands and all of these brands available, do you find that the tourists flock there because it'll cost them a lot less than what they would spe- be spending in their own countries, out in the UK or the US, for instance, um, because of the exchange rate? Yeah, look, unfortunately, um, with regard to the international luxury brands, they're often a little bit more expensive in mm. South Africa because of the, you know, the shipping costs and the, and the taxes and, and, and all those things. So most of them are a little bit more expensive here. So the only thing that we really capitalize on is the internationals coming to our shores and just wanting to buy, you know, that instant gratification or they need, you know, clothes or shoes while they're here. But for most, for the most part, most of them shop in Europe. Um, and then as far as South African and African luxury brands go, I think that's where we can greatly benefit and where there is some, you know, a lot of value for a lot of the internationals and where they're often a little bit better priced than similar products in their own markets. Mm. Um, But we need need still more of those brands to be part of our product mix. How big is the African luxury brand market? Because, you know, a number of people come to South Africa or to Africa in itself uh, and they don't want to buy what they could readily get in France or what they readily get, could get on their, their doorstep in New York. They want a specific African experience. So how big is that part of our, our branding? Um, it's, uh, it's still relatively small, but it's a, it's a very much a growing industry and Thankfully, African brands and African, uh, you know, fashion and prints have become something that is quite desirable now in the international market. There's definitely a growing appetite for Afrocentric uh, fashion and luxury products, which is great news. And finally, you know, Africa gets to sh- Africa gets to shine on the global stage. Um, but we need to work hard to, to grow it even more and to keep up also with the quality and the craftsmanship, you know, with um, other international markets that have been doing it for centuries, you know, Italy and France where their their leather craftsmanship is is phenomenal and in France where couture is just, you know, on a different level. So we always have to keep aspiring to improve the quality as much as we do the creativity, as much as we have the creativity already. Yeah, chatting this evening to Anina Malherba, she's the founder of Vivid Luxury, and we're chatting about selling luxury brands and and why you need to buy that luxury brand, and and how big is the African market in terms of luxury brands? And uh, you know, Africa, of course, is is, is developing, and uh, uh, nineteen of the sort of youngest economies um, on uh, in in the world, nineteen of the youngest economies in the world, was at the World Economic Forum uh, during this week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, a luxury brand, why would I, as an ordinary person, go out and buy something which is a luxury brand? Is it the craftsmanship that actually goes into it? Uh, what am I exactly paying for it? Is it the, the, the design of it, the craftsmanship um, in this particular brand, or just the fact that you want to own something special? 
you know, it really depends on, it's such a wide, um, you know, area. It's difficult to pinpoint it to just one thing. But, you know, often when you're talking about watches or jewelry or diamonds, for example, which is something that naturally comes to mind when you speak about luxury brands, it's often, you know, also the intrinsic value of the product and the the investment value is an emotional attachment to it because, at the end of the day, when you're buying a luxury brand, you're buying more than just a commodity. You're buying into what it stands for, um, you know, the craftsmanship behind it in, in the investment value of it. So it really differs from what category, you know, whether you buy a car or a watch or a or a or a or a pair of shoes, it, it, it really differs quite vastly. But emotion always plays a major role in ultimately making that decision to buy. You have created a polar event that is taking place, and this polar event is something special and something out of the ordinary. I'm going to have you tell us exactly what this event is that you've created and how Taryn was telling me how amazing it's going to be. So uh, let us in about this this particular event and tell us exactly where it's happening and uh, where can people find more details about this particular polar event. Yes, I mean, we like to do things differently and, and to do things a little bit out of the box. So, you know, 10 years ago, I, I co-founded the Verve Kicker Masters Polo um, at Valdivia State, and it oh. was a huge success, and we really worked hard in, in, in really creating a formula of success that made that event such a phenomenal success, and not only on the African continent, but internationally. And, you know, the guys in Joburg have been asking us for the longest time to bring what we do which is very specific to Mm. Johannesburg. So we Mm. decided to give them what they asked for. And we're launching an African first in Joburg park polo, which is a a form of action polo. Um, If you imagine action cricket, now park polo Mm -hmm. would be a form of action polo, kind of the polo equivalent. And it's it's played on a smaller playing field. It's more action-packed. You're playing with an inflatable ball. It's still very high level and high goal polo, but it's a a brand new format for South Africa, which is exciting. And we're taking it to Stain City. Uh, Stain City is building a polo park, especially for this event. And we loved Stain City because it's the closest we'll get to the beauty of Cape Town because it's green all year round. It's beautifully manicured, the parklands and lakes and golf courses. So it's, it's absolutely exquisite. And um, so we're very excited to be partnering with Standard Bank as our headline partner and with Stain City as our host partner. So it's Standard Bank, Joburg, Polo in the Park. We're taking a little bit of that Cape Town magic up to Joburg. And um, it's actually part of a new uh, company that I'm a partner in called the African Deluxe Company. And we'll be rolling out a portfolio of events um, across key cities in South Africa. And so this is the first event in the portfolio, but really building on the, on the success of the Verklika Masters Polo that I uh, created 10 years ago. Hmm. What what is it that you know um, the people can expect if they they come to this particular event? If I'm if I'm not a polo fan, would there be something else interesting for me? Could I buy a Ferrari, perhaps? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you asked. So we're all about the lifestyle of the sport of kings. So if you're not interested in polo, that's not a problem because it really is about the lifestyle experience. So um, our event pillars are art fashion, uh, jazz, and uh, wine, and there'll be different experiences on the day. So during the six hours that the the polo games and all the activities are happening at Stain City, there will be a pop-up gallery so you can see the latest 
art that's going to be going on auction by Aspire Art Auctions, or you can go to the Bulgari Jewelry Lounge and just indulge over the beautiful jewelry pieces, or you can go and have a whiskey tasting or a wine tasting. There's so many things to do, but what most people love is just the, the networking and the opportunity to meet captains of industry from the continent and and in, even internationally. And that's really what people love. It's just a melting pot of, of fabulous people, are, you know, connecting on over one platform, which is the, the Sport mm. of Kings, Polo. Chatting to Anina Malherba, the founder of Vivid Luxury, about the polo event taking place in Johannesburg. Where can we find details about this particular event? And most of all, you know, it's obviously accessible to everybody. Uh, where will they be able to get tickets if they are interested in going to this event? Um, is there a website or, um, yeah, you know? Indeed. Uh, so there's a, there's our web address is joburgpolointhepark.com. Um, or our Instagram handle is also Joburg Polo in the Park. Or you can go straight to CompuTicket to see what the ticket options are and to buy your tickets. We've got about 10 weeks to go, so we look forward to seeing the cream of the crop from the country there and really to celebrate what South Africa has to offer and showcase that to the world because we have to celebrate that. You know, it's been a dark week, and, and I think, you know, at the end of the day, we've got to have hope that our country has a a bright future and we've got to show what what we have to offer to the world and it really is about showcasing our beautiful country in the most spectacular fashion. Thanks very much Anita Malherba, founder of Vivid Luxury and uh, those are the details where you can go to and find this particular polo event that she has created and it's going to be a phenomenal polo event. If the uh, Verve Clicquot um, event at uh, Valdivie is anything to go by it really sets the bar up very very high. Anita, thank you so much for joining us this evening and have a wonderful Friday evening.